This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 747 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today we have Butch Swank, his agency, Good Lad and Swank Insurance. Butch, how you doing? Fantastic. Thank you for having me, Charlie. So far, so good. Thrilled to have you, Butch. And uh, thank goodness uh, you're in this area. I mean, it's important to have good insurance anywhere in the country. But, you know, we have some some unique circumstances here uh, in southwest Florida, especially hurricane season, among other times. And uh, so looking forward to uh, learning more about your company. And uh, let's start there. Butch, uh, for our listeners who aren't familiar with Good Lad and Swank Insurance, tell us what you do. These days, we're a broad spectrum family-owned independent agency. So the way to think about it, you, you have like a company, like a, an insurance agency like State Farm. They work with State Farm exclusively. We have uh, access to quite literally hundreds of carriers. Um, so we, we typically find options for clients. And these days, to your point about Florida being weird, I mean, the, the true Florida man is the insurance industry right now in Florida. It's so broken and so weird. It's it's completely disconnected from the rest of the country. So it's a pretty challenging, um, keeps things interesting environment, though. Yeah, interesting is a good word. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, I, I think, uh, and I know very little about your business, uh, but... I, I do know what has been happening over the past year or two with insurance companies pulling out and probably, you know, the amount of effort and work for you, your team to just keep your clients uh, in the best hands, uh, because it's it's uh, I got to believe it's been been pretty crazy the past uh, year or two. Yeah, the it's been it's interesting because I'm. Bless. I, I work with some of the greatest people in this industry. I mean, I get compliments continuously. Um, people say, how come no one ever explained this to me before? Or, you know, I'll get emails about, you know, I interacted with colleagues, Stephanie, and you know, I've been, in, been sharing stuff for 50 years and no one's ever told me why this is that. So, you know, we take time to try to explain. And I think people got a better fundamental understanding of the situation we're in overall. Um, but then, you know, we really have to take the time to listen to them and hear their individual needs. I mean, insurance is kind of seen as a commodity, but really at the end of the day, we need to talk to you specifically because everybody is actually different. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of the magic is figuring out how do you make a commodity into something that's personalized for you, Charlie. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. And, uh, yeah, it, it, everybody has different needs and different situations and, uh, yeah, it's nice to have someone that you can talk to, someone you trust, right? That's looking out for you and not, you know, well, I make a bigger commission selling this, which Charlie may not really need and and all that. And then, yeah, yeah, Mike, my Lord, who really wants to read that thick, uh, uh, whatever you get sent in the mail about your insurance policy, you know, to have someone that can explain what really is inside there and what really matters for me. Yeah. Man. And the crazy thing is I was born to want to read that stuff. So it's, it's no problem for me. <laughs> I, I actually enjoy it. Well, and, and it's why you guys have been as successful as you have been because you take nothing for granted. And like you said, it's your passion to help people. I can just feel that and, and make sure everyone understands it. So that leads us then much to your journey. Tell us a little bit about how you got into the insurance world. The, the the very short story is we kind of had the same kind of calamity we're in now back in um, 2008, 2009. And my father-in-law, I, I, um, and I still have a, a separate business, and we, we shared a building. 
And he kind of formed this business because the insurance industry was really um, in dire straits. And so they, they formed this independent agency to try to figure out, um, you know, we need some options basically. And he's, he's a top gun pilot. I mean, he, he's retired. I mean, he doesn't really want to do this stuff, but he was kind of forced to do it. So after um, several years, um, he just kind of like, I'm, I'm over this. So he approached me and just said, you know, do you have any interest in looking at this business? And I said, you know what, if you can just give me like six weeks, I don't know much about it. Um, this is 2013. Um, so I've almost been doing this about 10 years now. Um, but what was curious to me was, and I feel like a jerk saying this, but I mean, I was kind of cynical almost. I was like, these are the most, these are the nicest people. These are the most welcoming, warm people, almost universally you talk to in this industry. Smart people, nice. I mean, my other business, I mean, it's all intellectual property. Nobody's telling me anything on how to succeed. Insurance people are like, hey, I found this great idea. Let me tell you explicitly how I do it. This is how you help you. I was like, you know what? I love this business. So that's kind of, um, that's kind of, so after the six week time period, I just said, you know what? I know how to grow businesses. I know the background for the accounting. I know HR, I, you know, I know this kind of broad spectrum of stuff, how to grow a business. And this one looks challenging. And, and like anything else, the, the learning curve is incredibly steep. So it took a while to get um, a handle on things. And when you're an independent agency, you got, you know, 50 different companies feeding you different data streams all in different ways. It's oh, complicated. Yeah. Um, but we, we, we really got a, a strong handle on things and, you know, very great carriers that we work with. And of course we've got some, just a, you know, a growing number of amazing clients that we like. So um, that's kind of been the path so far. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. What jumped out at me there was, was that data stream. I mean, how do you keep on top of all those different, I guess, policies, um, um, different, uh, what's the word companies that provide insurance in this area? That's uh yikes. Yeah. You yeah. really got to love that. <laughs> it's, well, and we really, I mean, I, the other business I have is a semiconductor business. So I kind of have a baseline technology yeah. level. You yeah. have to, and then we've deployed a bunch of kind of little, um, technologies to, to, to look after this stuff. I mean, you yeah. look at somebody that does an EFT payment monthly, you know, if it doesn't go through, um, you know, all of these different transactions add up. And when you've got thousands and thousands of clients, that's a whole lot of transactions per month or per day. But um, yeah. it was challenging, but I really do feel good with what we're, what we have, you know, we've got good, strong metrics. We know how to see how, you know, whether it's growth of the business, how do we hold on to our clients? How do we make sure when things are changing, how do we communicate with them? So it's been, it's, it's an intellectual challenge, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. What about when it comes to mis misconceptions in the insurance world? What do you hear, Bush, that you can speak to? I think people most of the time say, um, I would rather die than be an insurance. Um, it's like, you're going you're gonna to bore me to death in this business. And quite literally, nothing could be further from the truth. I mean, it is probably one of the more intellectually challenging businesses. I mean, it changes literally every single day. There are major implications from the changes. It affects a good number of your clients. I mean, we've lost, um, I mean, fortunately, only two out of the six. So Florida has lost six companies this year alone for home insurance yeah. companies. So, you know, being able to rewrite, um, you know, hold on to your clients, put them elsewhere, take care of them. Yeah. And then at the same time, accommodating kind of the organic growth that comes in. Um, 
is challenging and then keeping track of everything. So the, the myth to me would be, um, this is this, this kind of lame, boring, you know, just, you know, yeah, I'm going to yeah, constantly kind of. need, I'm going to have to like put a main line of coffee into my veins. So I don't fall asleep. <laughs> it is. Trust me. It's, it's not like that at all. So. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, we, we feel that our listeners can't see you, but, you know, we, we can hear the passion in your voice and, and how enthusiastic you are about the insurance industry. And, and, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are going, wow, we didn't know this type of individual existed on the planet. So uh, good for you. <laughs> well, I'll say one other thing. And this, this is just, this is my colleagues because they do a lot of like client facing stuff. But yeah. I think the thing that we do the best that astonishes people is we speak in language that people understand. And, you know, it, it infuriates me when people use acronyms or, you know, this kind of like high level, you know, language that's industry specific. That's frustrating. People's eyes glaze over. I mean, just talk to them like a human and make sure everybody's getting everything. You got to repeat it or say it a different way. Do it. Um, but what we found is people, you know, when you actually take the time and explain, people want to stick with you because, by doing that, you're demonstrating you actually do care. You're not a number. I want you to get this. I want us to be comfortable with each other. Um, yeah. And so, you know, it's we probably don't have as uh, crazy volume. Um, but I'll tell you what, the people that do interact with us, they they tend to stick around. Yeah, 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 that's great. Good for you. So how about Bruce after hours? What are you doing for fun outside of the uh, office hours there? And running another business. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I've got a beautiful wife, Britton. I've got two kids. I've got two dogs. I've got six cats. Um, here's a, oh, come here's, on. Here's a, here's, a, here's a tip for people. Um, we had we had twin cats. One of them died, which is terrible. Um, nature hates a vacuum. So this little cat wandered out of the woods. Oh. And um, lo and behold, it was pregnant. So six weeks later. Um, she had kittens and my kids named the kittens. So don't ever let the kids yeah, name the kittens or you're going to have done. six cats. So, yeah. um, I don't know. We go to wow. a church at the Good Shepherd in LaBelle, Florida. Uh, that's where my in-laws are from. It's a beautiful little church and we can squeeze the time in. I like to fish and much like you, I'm a big fan of working out. So that keeps my head on straight and, uh, you know, keeps me in the right direction. That it does. So a shout out to, uh, do, do you work out at your home or do you go to a, a health club or? I live you... in the woods basically. So like it would be a 45 minute or an hour drive for me to get uh, to the gym or at least yeah. it was. So I ended up building out well over a decade ago. A, uh, it was a pretty rudimentary uh, home gym. I mean, it was as redneck as it yeah. gets. My, I had a cinder block for a kettlebell. I mean, <laughs> so but over the Good years, I've you. kind of added on. So I've, I've got a pretty yeah. broad spectrum. Um, fortunately, uh, my wife still gets to park in the garage, but my Jeep sit in the driveway. So that's what happens when you collect all this stuff. <laughs> Tell me about it. I, you, I'm, I'm, one, I'm jealous. Two, it brings back memories. So with our health clubs, when I we would restock, our clubs, I would cherry pick, you know, the good used equipment, I mean, health club equipment. It never gets old. It's yeah. just, you know, you do update it. So my basement in Pennsylvania was just stocked with, I, I mean, it was better than some of my competitors, uh, you know, fitness centers. And, yeah. and of course we come down to Florida and there's no basements and all that. And I, it's like, oh, something's got to give here. So yeah. I, <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Um, but, I feel yeah, your pain. Yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah, that was so nice. You know, just a, any time of day, go, you know, I'll, I'll get a workout in right now. I can use a little pickup, right? Yeah. I mean, your head's yeah. clearer. You feel better. You accomplish something. Yeah. I mean, even if you have a bad day, you still did something. So, you know, there's something yeah. to be said about that kind of the, the mental yeah, you benefit. Like you accomplished something. You're right. Regardless yeah. of how bad your day was, hey, at least I got my exercise, my activity in. And that, yeah, you know, check that box. You've accomplished something. So. Yeah. And, and we'll tackle uh, tomorrow. You know, you go you yeah. go into tomorrow with a good attitude. Yeah. Bingo. Bingo. How about when it comes to life challenge? Hardship, bruise, what comes to mind a period of time you were challenged, you got through it, looking back, you can say, hey, because of that, I'm better for it, I'm stronger. I think the most pertinent real hardship um, has been our, our industry. I mean, our the home insurance industry is basically collapsing. And what we saw is initially there were some agencies. And again, I mean, this is this the nicest community in terms of insurance. Um, but there were some agencies that were almost kind of crippled. I mean, they were um, not open, not returning calls. Because, I mean, if, if you don't have any options for, for a client and you got a whole bunch of clients calling in, I mean, I, I can empathize. But, you know, we kind of went the opposite direction. You know, there's agents that have three or four carriers that they work with. I mean, we've got, for home insurance, 30 plus. So, I mean, we've got a lot of options. And so we just kind of figured out, well, I mean, this is one of my favorite sayings. My wife had this um on her uh, on, a, on a poster in her bedroom um, when she was a kid, and it's um, Martha Washington. It's a, the greater part of our happiness or happiness depends not on our circumstances but on our disposition. And you know, mm -hmm. we just kind of said, "This is going to be challenging going forward." You know, we, we we really pay attention to what's cooking, and and we calibrate as we go. And you know, we want to maintain our clients and we want to grow our business. So you know, we did see some colleagues that really just kind of crumpled and. Then there's some other agencies that really stepped up. And so it is, it is, I mean, it sounds almost cheesy to say it, but it really is a mindset thing. And, you know, we yeah. embrace the challenge. We embrace what's cooking because, you, you know, you have to. You want to really, you want to do right by your clients. You got to, you know, that's literally your job. And it's been, it's taken, I'd say about, we're, we're about two years into this. And I think realistically, to be blunt for the listeners, we're probably about two we're halfway through it. Um, the legislature will realistically meet uh, in November to try to do something. Um, but I feel like we've handled this situation as best as possible. And somehow, amazingly, thanks to the brilliance and hard work of my colleagues, we seemingly get better day by day. So it was, uh, you know, we kind of faced a, uh, you know, collapse or stand. And we chose stand. Yeah. No, you know, and, and again, what jumps out at me, you, you mentioned, you know, mindset and uh, with the cheesy and, and, you know, but you really understand the importance of mindset and it's not cheesy. It's just, it, it's perceived by folks as, oh, you know, positive thinking or, oh, you're so optimistic. No, I mean, that's survival yes. really in many cases and, and turning a, a situation that, you know, the average Joe or Mary or Sue would go, oh, you know, I dread this and, and not that that we look at challenges like, yeah, give me more. But we also understand that, you know, those challenges are designed to help us get stronger and better, which is really why we ask this question. And we get some really inspirational stuff from our guests and certainly from you, Butch. So thanks for Good. for covering that. And, you know, what's between our ears, right, is so, so important in all aspects of life. And if we don't have that right mindset, we're in trouble. Yeah. I mean, I, I like I like 
I think the simplest way for, at least from my perspective to describe it is, I mean, if you have the right mindset, you get to be the author of your life. You know, if you don't, then you're basically just having to deal with whatever circumstances you're dealt. And, you know, I'd much prefer the first one than the second one. Yeah. Good stuff. But you're full of gems. This is great. (laughs) (laughs) We're not even drinking beer. (laughs) <laughs> oh and it's almost friday it's qualified. thursday um so how about when it comes to you know that one thing that you wish our listeners knew about good lad and swank insurance what would that be um i'll take it off the focus off of our our specific agency and i i think what people don't understand is in in its I have a somewhat of a beef with the insurance carriers in general, because I think they do a poor job of advocating for themselves. Um, and, and they're under intangulatory um, oversight. You know, they, they can only do so much. But I think one thing that I think people really should know about, particularly the home insurance industry, is our legislature has crafted this kind of man-made destruction of this of the industry so they're getting preyed upon by lawsuits left and right so basically what used to be a maintenance issue you know fix your roof get a new roof it's 15 it's 20 years five years old now a lot of people are opting to just sue the insurance carrier so the modeling for this stuff is for hurricanes random fires you know theft whatever random things occur you know, the, the insurance companies never modeled for this. So in 2020, they collectively lost $1.9 billion. And over the past 10 years, essentially, it's been about $15 billion, 70% of which it's, I think it's 71 precisely has gone to the attorneys. So, I mean, they've basically Whoa. taken on $10 billion. And so, but it's on us as Floridians. I mean, we need to talk to our legislators and say, listen, you know, representative, senator, this is unacceptable. You know, we've got, I mean, we literally will have widows calling here crying. Premium went up, you know, $1,200 and they're having to decide between medicine and paying their their bill, you know, their, their insurance bill. And it's infuriating. And so I think the thing that I would like most people to know is find out who your representative, find out who your senator is. If you're happy with your home insurance premium, then then don't bug. But if you're unhappy, even the slightest, please take, you know, 20 minutes, do the research, contact them, short and sweet, home insurance, please fix it. You know, it it literally could be that short. And if enough of us say that, then they're going to do something. And they keep kind of taking baby steps to ameliorate this. And what people don't understand is they're not just going to wave a crystal, you know, a wand and fix everything. It takes a year or two for the losses to not occur for these companies to get back to a point where they can actually be financially stable. So that's why I say we're about halfway through it. But I feel like if they got more input, um, they do something faster. So that's that's it in a nutshell. Wow. Very helpful. Man. Um, I know we have... Listeners, but you want to get in touch, uh, want to learn more, what's the best way for them to do so? Um, I'd say um, our website is always a great start. It's goodladandswank.com, Goldman Sachs stole gs.com a long time ago. So you got to type out the whole darn thing, goodladandandswank.com. Um, you can call our office. We're easy to find. We've got two very weird names. Good Lad and Swank are pretty unique. So if you get even yeah. close, Google's going to steer you in the right direction. 
but I would say call <laughs> us, email us. I mean, fax us, come by our office. It's uh, we've got an amazing office. Um, but you know, we're happy to talk to people, and we're happy to just you know, and and sometimes we just tell people you're good where you are. You know, stay mm-hmm. there. I mean, we're gonna do what's right for the client because I do think long term it's it's better for everybody. Um, but yeah, just I, I say give us a call or email us. Our website has all the contact info. Um, if anybody's got a pen handy, the number is 239-674-7630. Um, and then if you want to contact me directly, it's butch at goodladandswang.com. Well, terrific. Well, Butch, this has been a pleasure. I know our listeners really appreciate you spending the time with us and, and guiding them. And uh, yeah, uh, for uh, you know that, that last message, you know, let's uh, let the legislature, um, you know, the, the powers that be in Florida know that, uh, you know, we don't want to take this anymore. Let's let's figure this out. And uh, I, I'm stunned by that. Seventy one percent of those dollars going to. Uh, not, not that I have anything against attorneys, but, you know, we all have jobs to do. But that's that seems like a, a, a huge I don't know. You know, the 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 balance scales are, are a bit tilted to one end. There, yeah, it, it's know? crazily. I mean, I'm married to an attorney. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't hate all attorneys. And quite frankly. They're playing by the rules. I mean, so yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't begrudge them Again. anything. But you know, yeah. if our legislature has to pay attention, understand the fact that you're putting a ten billion dollar burden that doesn't need to exist on yeah. the shoulders of every single homeowner in Florida, and that's just—it's literally not sustainable. We got to fix something. And and so, I mean, I bark like a dog all the time. Um, yeah. And I mean, that's probably why I don't have a social life um, other than periodically <laughs> fishing or working out uh, or petting my multiple cats. Um, oh, but, you know, God. I do feel like, if, you know, even a small percentage of the people listening contacted their yeah. representatives or senators, it, it would it would mean a great deal. Yeah. Well, awesome. All right, Butch. Well, we wish you the best going forward and have a great rest of the day there. All right, Charlie. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate the time. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.